Season 3, Episode 10, Original Compositions vs. Sampling. I haven't made a direct episode on this topic, and it's really important that you understand that there's really only two ways to make a beat. That is original compositions and sampling. Nowadays, we are seeing many people using pre-made drum loops where they're simply just dragging them in, maybe just dragging in another pre-made melody, and they're calling themselves a producer. I have a very strong opinion in this um, on this topic because I have worked very hard myself to learn the piano, to learn melodies, to learn custom drum loops. And when I see someone just drag in a pre-made loop and they are calling themselves a producer, it almost kind of offends me for how hard I have worked. And meanwhile, they're thinking that, oh, this is producing. And I'm also talking to people who are doing tutorials teaching this way too, thinking that this is what music production is. Music production is a very hard industry. And once you start thinking that, oh, well, I know the melodies, there's so much more to learn even after that, because I always talk to you about mixing, mastering, arrangement, right? You guys can check out my book called Audio Painting, where we're always preparing the listener for what's next in the song, right? Always about custom drum loops, custom melodies, how to use your software, There is so much to learn. The music production industry is a never-ending learning journey. And when you're just dragging in simple loops, you're cheating yourself. You're not really truly producing, okay? So in this episode, I want to talk to you about the two different ways that you can produce music, and both of them require tons and tons of skill. Original compositions, where we are programming our own melodies, and sampling, which is an art form. Now, someone may think using a pre-made drum loop and a pre-made melody is sampling, but it is not, okay? There is two ways to make a beat, original compositions and sampling. Both of them take extreme skill, and when you're just using these pre-made loops or pre-made MIDI packs, you are not producing music. All right, before we get into this episode... If you guys would like to learn how to make beats with FL Studio, check out my website, itsgratuitous.com forward slash resources. You guys can check out tons of free training I have for you, whether you are looking for free drum samples, free FL Studio training, or check out my free book. It's called Five Keys to a Successful Beat. Very, very helpful information on that page. Again, itsgratuitous.com forward slash resources. When you sign up, you will get additional emails with video training. All right, so let's first talk about original compositions and sampling. For myself, I typically like to do original compositions more because I like to play the keys and it gives the most flexibility in regards to copyright. When you are sampling other people's music, you got to be a little bit careful because you are infringing on another person's copyright. And in this music production industry, it's all about copyright and ownership. When you own your own product, because your music is, is just a product, it's no different than selling an ebook or selling a course or selling a drum kit. Your beat is a product, okay? And when your product is your own, which means that you own the copyright, you have full control on what you want to do with it. If you want to license it somewhere or if someone wants to use it, whatever that business transaction is, you don't have to worry about anyone else getting their hands in there because you have created that product. So that's probably the biggest benefit of an original composition. Now, in order to create an original composition, there's a couple things that you have to learn, and it probably is a harder learning curve than sampling, but sampling takes a lot of skill in its own way. 
So for original compositions, obviously you're going to have to know music theory, but that doesn't mean that you have to know how to play the piano. So there is a difference. To know music theory is essentially just knowing what notes you're allowed to play. And we know that when we pick a key and a scale, which tells us that we're only allowed to have seven notes in that key and scale. If you want to learn more about that, my website has a course on music theory for beat makers. If you want to learn the piano, I also have my piano lessons for producers course. Again, if you join the membership, you get access to all of the trainings, right? So for an original composition, you need to know music theory, but you don't necessarily need to know how to play the piano. Knowing the piano is going to allow you to program your melodies quicker and typically have more human emotion into your melodies. But if you just like to click in your sounds with your mouse, you still have to know music theory. And once you learn that, then you're on your way. But it is a little overwhelming when you're getting started. But again, those trainings on the website there, it'll break down everything I wish I knew. And I've been doing this for many, many years now. I've released tons of music. And again, be on the lookout for Beat Tapes by Gratuitous Volume 10. It is releasing very soon. Also, I forgot to mention the Serum course is still in the works. Uh, what I've been doing at the moment is I have been reading through the manual. So I have been using Serum for quite a few years now. I've released a lot of free and premium Serum banks. There's so much information about Serum. And it depends on the type of producer and what you like to do with audio. Serum can be such a different use for different people. But again, when I'm going to be creating this course, the Serum course for beat makers, it's going to be specifically focused towards us as beat makers because reading through that manual, there's a lot of basic stuff, but all of a sudden it goes very, very advanced. For example, if you want to create your own uh, like wave tables and, but it's cool that it's all built in there. Okay. All right. Back to the episode. So again, original compositions, you're going to need to know music theory. You don't necessarily have to know the piano, but I'm telling you, if you can learn the piano, you become very, very good at original compositions. And then it's all about training your ear for what's catchy, taking advantage of your frequency spectrum. Now let's talk about sampling. So I don't sample too much, but I have practiced sampling, which I always advise you guys as well to try both industries. You try your original compositions as well as try sampling because when you work with sampling, most often you are working with audio, okay? When you're working with original compositions, most of the time we are working with MIDI. We're working with virtual instruments and a lot of people don't realize that MIDI is actually one of the most powerful tools for even mixing your music. For example, if we have a note that is too loud, we can simply go to the piano roll, lower down that single note if it's too loud, rather than grabbing a compressor or a limiter, or even doing volume automation. You can simply just use velocity with MIDI. When it comes to an audio file, we don't get that flexibility. We actually have to start using audio tools like EQ, compression, or volume automation. And when you jump into the sampling world, you are now working with static audio files. This allows you as the music producer to kind of learn both industries. Because if I sit here and I make beats with MIDI all the time, and then I want to try a sampled beat, I'll quickly realize, wow, this takes such a different set of skills than using MIDI, using virtual instruments. For example, if you have a sample and you want to 
layer a baseline over top of that sample, right? Like how do you know what key it is in to make sure that your baseline is in pitch? There's just a, a little bit of a different learning curve when it comes to sampling. So what is sampling? So we most know sampling for older kind of hip hop songs when these producers took very old songs, chopped them up and made a sampled beat out of them. A lot of times they will bring the vocal in the chorus or they'll even just make kind of like a, the voice go chipmunk. But typically they will take old audio, which is very well known. They will chop it up. They will put their drum loop over top of it. They might add a bass line uh, under it. And that's pretty much a completed beat. Now they might have different sections. In other words, they've used the audio loop and they've chopped it up and rearranged it however they want. But you will notice that when someone is really, really good at sampling music, that type of beat is very unique and original compositions will almost never sound like a sampled beat. And that's why I'm saying that as a music producer, it's really good to practice both original compositions and sampling. Now, as a pro little tip before closing out here, you can actually sample your own music because again, when we are sampling music, if you're using popular music, chopping it up and creating a drum loop, you have to be careful of copyright because that's someone else's ownership. You can actually create your own original composition or even just like your own loop. If you've created your own original composition that has like uh, snares and uh, kick drums and like a bass line and stuff, it's going to be a little bit harder to sample. A lot of times when people are really good at sampling, they're listening for certain areas within that audio that they can sample to use the loop where there isn't a lot of different instruments going on. Typically, it's just like that main part of the song, and that's what they want to try to sample so they can reuse it because it makes it really easy if they want to layer other sounds on. And if you're going to sample your own music, many times it's wisest to create like one loop or maybe two loops that kind of go together, and then you can bring that into something like Slicex, and you'll be able to chop it up, and you'll be able to get a very unique sound, okay? All right, so that is the two different ways of making beats. If you're watching tutorials out there or learning from people who are showing you just to drag in loops, whether that be a pre-made drum loop or a pre-made melody loop or pre-made MIDI pack, I highly advise you to be very, very careful because you will never learn to truly make your own music. And if you guys want to learn to make your own music, check out the platform. All right, I have so much training in there. Everything I've learned over the years music theory, if you want to learn the piano, if you want to learn custom drum loops, if you want to learn arrangement, the new serum course will be coming here soon. Once you learn the core basics of music production, I want to get you to a point where you're on your way. Okay? So original compositions is programming your own melodies. The benefit of it is you have created your whole beat. You've created all the different piano parts or guitar parts, pads, leads, bass lines, you have programmed your own beat. You own copyright. You have full ownership and control over what you want to do with it. Sampling other people's music, you're going to have to look into what's called clearance if you want to sell that music. And a workaround for sampling is if you want to sample your own music. You just record your own loops, then you can sample them. Uh, but the only downfall of that is because when it comes to sampling, a lot of people look for audio loops that they already know, you know, especially back in the day, like if older music from like the 60s and 70s, where people would take that music, they would chop it up. A lot of people knew those old songs. So when it was created with sampled beats in nowadays, 
It was kind of like a refreshed version of that old track with today's modern music that people would like with a drum loop. It has a little bit more bass rather than being maybe a little bit slower. All right, so that's it for this episode, original compositions and sampled beats. There's only two ways to make a beat. If you are watching tutorials where they are doing anything else other than that, I would be a little bit careful. Make sure that you are learning right. Make sure that you are becoming a better producer because you will only be so proud of what you've created. If someone asks you the question, did you make that beat? You know in your heart that no, you did not. You simply just dragged in a drum loop. You may have dragged in a melody loop and just, what, reversed it? And now you're a producer? No. Real producers have worked very, very hard to learn the piano. They've worked very, very hard to learn to program their own custom drum loops and arrange their beat and become very good and have their own signature sound. All right. Again, if that's where you want to get, you guys can start with my free book. It's called Five Keys to a Successful Beat. Just go to itsgratuitous.com forward slash five keys. When you sign up, you will get the free book and you will get a bunch of free training videos helping you along the way. All right, that's it for this podcast episode of Music Production Made Simple. Be on the lookout for the new Serum for Beatmakers course. Again, I have just read through that manual. There is so much that you can do with Serum. It's actually pretty crazy. It's very, very advanced. And be on the lookout for my new beat tapes by Gratuitous Volume 10. I just need to work on one more beat. And that's very, very exciting because I've worked very, very hard on it. And if you guys want to check out the other releases, just go to itsgratuitous.com forward slash music. All of my beat tapes and albums are there for free download. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Again, visit me over at itsgratuitous.com to learn to make professional beats while using FL Studio. Mm-hmm.